United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects exist. Okay. Hi. Hey, what's up? Oh my god, I can't. I'm not functioning. I'm not well. Yeah, we um, are recording a day late because you had a little bit of, uh, I'm just going to say like family issues, but it was family issues in the sense of like, bring some Vaseline and razor blades. So you had to handle some family stuff yesterday and um, I have work stuff. Also some personal stuff too, but both of our brains are broken. So maybe it was good we delayed, but we're both extra dumb. No, because if we actually cared about our brains, we would skip this week altogether and come back next week. But instead, we're dragging our lifeless corpses around like it's fucking Weekend at Bernie's to put out an episode. But that's fine, because we do it for you. I always feel like, I'm like, man, I wish I had more energy to put into this episode because it's a good one. And I think that every fucking week. And this one, I'm especially (laughs) feeling it. Um... Well, you know, the thing about this this topic is that um, I was super into it, and then I actually researched it, and I immediately became not super into it. I am so into it. I originally wrote, like, a five-page thesis on if you weren't into it, or if you were into this and not into the Shroud of Turin, that you were a piece of shit. But then I was like, no, I was not into anything. Well, here's the problem, is that... I'm assuming the part of the research you didn't get to, which is the part of the research I spent so much time into, is the who done it. Um, which is also why I'm not into the Shroud of Turin. So anyway, let's get you into explain it. the Shroud of Turin to me in a way that scientists can uh, follow up on. The Shroud of Turin is crazy because science can't explain it. That's what's going on here. Science is stupid sometimes. It is, yeah. Just like it was here. Anyway, hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and my... Actually, you know what I am? I'm putting together a Euphoria costume. I'm going to be Faye, um, and I did a little test run of it today. I sent it to my partner, and they said, I don't mean to sound mean, but you you look just like her. And I just want everyone to know that she is... um, her character is, uh, how could I say this? Um, a, a bit busted. She's a bit busted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, yeah, oh, no, so that, but that was said to me. I, well, today we had a conversation today about the type of beauty that we all possess. And it was, I came to the conclusion that I have a non-intimidating beauty. Some may say ugly, but... When what? I was explaining this to my partner, he was like, I was like, I have maybe not Instagram beauty, but I think an 1800s cowboy would wife me up because I look like I could fall off a horse. And he said, yeah. <laughs> That's also good. Man, we That's, really it. That's got, all he said. We really got rocked today. Huh? Yeah. And then compliments sent, be flying. Yeah. I sent you a video of him taking off his shirt and threatening to fight Kari. That was it. That was that video. Yeah. Yeah. I unfortunately did see that. Yeah. We all had to see it, Noel. Yeah. He's a beautiful man and he, he threatens to fight everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hope he keeps the energy, but I prefer not to see it. Well, so anyway. He knows that he has to be downstairs and quiet during podcasts. So Yeah, but he never is. Never. He's actually so. doing a draft right now. Oh my god, we should just cut this part out. But he's actually doing a draft right now for the Royal Rumble. So he has like oh, wrestlers Jesus. that he's like. <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, dude, I can't stand it. This has been the season of drafts. Like Ty was in like two different fucking football drafts, and I don't think he knows shit about football. And he was losing all the time. It's so annoying. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Back Ty doesn't to- look like he knows about football. He yeah, knows like know. he knows how to drink beer while other people talk about football. Which same. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And he is a Celsi guy. Um, Anyway, no one tell them that we're saying this. (laughs) Should I just cut this part out? Um, Actually, I didn't say anything bad about Oliver. Um, 
Just you your know soft, who he is. Just your soft, <laughs> dumb boyfriend who drinks seltzers. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, I used to be like, oh, it's probably a calorie thing. No way. Save calories. Flavors <laughs> better. Takes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, anyway, let's talk fucking about this, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Let's... we should say that we'll all start off by saying we decided on this topic because of a TikTok that was very fucking enticing. And I just want to add to you, I didn't find shit about Dick in regards to the second half of her TikTok, where she said that this was connected to a murder. I did find some stuff. It's not a murder in the fun way that you think it will be. We can go into it right now or we can wait until we'll we wait. kind of dive we'll into wait. it. Okay. Because I just have a feeling. You tag me in. Yeah, I'll tell you if I remember. Okay. Anyway, we're talking about the Belmez faces. Mm-hmm. August 23rd. It's my birthday! Oh my god. I put it in born in 1971. No, I wasn't born in 1971, but August 23rd is well, my that's birthday. That's why you're haunted. So, <laughs> Maria Gomez Camara, it's probably the whitest way of saying that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Was living in Belmez, Spain with her husband Juan and their son Miguel. Maria was in the what? Do you have something to say about Miguel? I was just going to say that Belmez is like the literal beautiful paradise that you imagine where it's like on the ocean, streets are cobblestoned. The houses are like that white stucco with like the all of them have that like adobe rust orange roof and the village spirals up into a fucking castle that sits on a hill and I think the birds sing in harmony. Gorgeous. Like little I was trying I don't know if you've seen Luca. Um that cute little I think it's Disney. It doesn't matter. It's very that vibe. Like it's beautiful. And the weather's Oh my perfect. god. Yeah. The you you needed to hype up that castle more. It's literally like uh how can I explain this? It looks like a titty and the nipple is the castle and the uh areola is the like rock cliffs protecting the castle and then the actual boob itself is the circular town around it I can see it I like I that? see what you're saying with like the boob mm-hmm. it's not, like it, really it dramatic is, looking it's it is really dramatic looking. it's almost like you would go into a town and everyone would be like What's that castle up there? And the locals would be like, we'll, we'll talk about the castle up yeah. there. But it's like a princess is in the castle and a dragon guards it. Like, yeah. it looks magical. It and does. It probably is because. Yeah, that's insane. It, it looks like a story. It's just a storybook. Like, it's there's no exaggeration there. It looks like a storybook. It's yeah. a beautiful place with a beautiful castle that just sits on a mountain in the middle of it. Damn. I didn't look up the. I'm like, that's sick. Anyway. Anyway, Maria was in the kitchen of their home in that beautiful town (laughs) when she noticed a weird stain that happened to appear on the concrete of the kitchen floor. She didn't think much of it other than having this new weird stain come out of nowhere. And to be fair, to be fair, when you're looking at concrete flooring, it's already like textured and discolored. So I can kind of see how this wasn't a big deal to her. I can see that. And then also like when you live in the countryside and you have like a husband and son who do manual labor, you're probably just like, what, what wouldn't it, why wouldn't it be stained? Yeah. Show me the floor that isn't stained and then I'll be shocked. Yeah. You got chaos going on behind you and that's just from the dogs and that's not even stains. That's true. You don't even. I can hear him breathing though. Oh my God. Yeah. We got freaking Wendigo noises in the background, but really it's just Cora. Yeah, it's just um, Cora passed out. Um, and she's all, all the way back there. You want to know some some real shit, though? I come home last night after, you know, craziness, and Apollo had knocked over and broken two of my plants, like, in their ceramic uh, little... I know. I was like, one day you will not be here. And even though that's sad to think about right now, I wish it was this moment. That's a terrible thing. I would never wish that on a dog. I can see it with um, human, human babies, not dogs. Um, you haven't had your like, um, I don't even want to know how expensive that plant 
Uh, Noel, I'm going to flex on you so hard because the week that I got Puffin, he ate my $1,200 jaw splint. Yeah, so, well, you deserve that. Um, I will say, though, that that sentiment of like, someday you won't be here and it'll be great is what I say to myself in the mirror every morning. You know, we say it to someone, whether it's ourselves or an inanimate object or a job. But either way, we fucking neighbor. mean it. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of things that might not be here. <laughs> Um, so she wasn't like stressed about the stain, whatever. But over the course of a few days, the stain not only began to grow, but began to become distinctly something. And by distinctly something, I mean distinctly a whole ass face. Yeah. And not like the face on Mars face where you're like, it's shadows it, and not the shrouded Turin where you're like, oh, you have to invert it before you can see any detail. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like faces. They look like somebody, maybe Xerox copied a face onto the That's floor. literally what I said. I said like, yeah. I said, we'll, we'll share pictures, obviously. But if I'm to describe this face, it looks like when people put their faces down on a copy machine, hit scan and print. Yeah. Like, it's clearly a fucking face, but it's just, like, not in 4K. I forgot where I was. <laughs> where are we talking about oh, the floor? It, oh, no, no, no. Um, how it looks It looks like when people put their faces down on a copy machine, scan and print. It's clearly a face, but not in 4K. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a bland, generic face. It has distinct features and looks fairly identifiable as a specific person. Um, To me, it looks like an older woman because they have like thick laugh line marks around the mouth, um, more feminine features, and the mouth is slightly open. I would describe it as giving the glazed over, oops, this is clearly a dead body that I have stumbled upon at the retirement home type of face. I got very, like, Phantom of the Opera type vibes from it, just because it looks almost like a ceramic half face over a regular face. I can kind of see that. I do see, like, the old woman, too, with, like, the very distinct laugh lines, the open mouth. It almost looks like her eyes were closed, and then someone just did a really shitty job of, like, painting open eyeballs. Like, those glasses that have the Mm -hmm. wide open eyeballs. That's what this first face well, that's why I think it almost looks like when you when you like find a old person who's like dead, ready to die, yeah, and they just like everything's kind of a gape. They just kind of look like, oh. yeah, you know what I mean. Like a true dead body is like, oh. yeah, like, like that's open mouth, yeah, thousand eyes, and stare. The eyes are like kind of open but kind of closed, and I think yeah. that gives that same vibe it, it also gives that mr incredible meme where it has him like in color looking fine and then like the super distorted like burn side of it um that's yeah deep fried yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, deep yeah. fried it's, it's a deep, deep fried picture um so at this point maria was freaked the fuck out and horrified she grabbed the ajax bleach and went to town on this fucking thing it wasn't a little jesus and toast size stain either um this thing was kind of massive i couldn't find the exact measurements but when you see maria standing over the face trying to clean it i'd say it's about like three feet tall by two feet wide it almost looks like to me the shape could be a small medium circle bathrobe yeah it's like the torso. like a i saw one where like a grown man was standing next to it and it was like the size of his torso yeah yeah it definitely reminds me of the little circle rugs you put down in front of your bathroom sink yeah like it's not small it's not big it's just like a little alarming if it's a haunted face on your a little bit of a bath mat little it is bath mat size absolutely absolutely despite her best efforts the face stain was not coming out and naturally she was like a little upset about this i mean i could imagine i wouldn't sleep that well if i saw because she just cleaned this fucking floor and then they got it all messed up again i mean also yes and i picture um kind of the like frantic manic cleaning of like being on your hands and knees with like a scrubber Mm -hmm. and just uh, like literally chemical burns on your hand just like full like just heave hoeing at that shit you know yeah like i don't know if you've ever stained like i used to have this very expensive set of sheets and i was eating a burrito in bed because like 
as you do. Yeah, and not? hot sauce spilled on it. It was Valentina, I'll never forget. I washed them with like a nice little Tide Pod and everything. Stain was still in it. And I was with a toothbrush and like palm olive dish soap and fucking baking soda, like hyperventilating, scrubbing, like mm-hmm. this one spot, just like if someone was to walk in on me, I'd go to jail type of thing. It's very like where you start out, you're like maybe just a nice like vinegar water treatment. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, you're like gasoline. Yeah. Uh, bleach, ammonia, fuck it. We're going raw yeah. salt. I'm going to slit it's my like- wrist a little bit. <laughs> Um, you, when you get close to creating like some sort of like agent orange, you know, what, what is it like when girls, oh my God, what is it? I think it's when like girls have their hair processing or something like peroxide and then they pee in the shower. It creates like mustard gas and you have to like call poison control. I have never heard that. You've never heard this? No, I was yeah. thinking you're like just regular peroxide. I know that you can't like mix bleach and ammonia. Yeah. Girls, girls with perms or hair dye. Um, with hair dye, pee gas shower? Yeah. Pee gas shower. You don't know about this? There is no evidence to suggest that the mustard gas rumor is true. You fucking fake news. No way. You're going to come to me with this shit. I cite my sources from the Angel Fire websites that I have to comb through <laughs> in my spare time. Um, what is this Metro.UK article? The one that literally says no, comma, peeing in the shower after dyeing your hair won't produce mustard gas. That one, because I'm also looking at that one. Oh, it says hair bleach is made using hydrogen peroxide rather than sodium hychloride. So it's extremely unlikely. Yeah. So I guess the thing is here, if you're using Boxi from the dollar store, then yes. Well, then but you're anyway. just asking for it at that point. Everybody but anyway, better also, also, if you're just fucking mixing too many cleaning chemicals together, you're creating some sort of chemical yeah. warfare. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you, are. you know, so, what we're saying is she did that to get the stain that. out of her floor. She, she, she sure did try. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately for her, it wasn't coming out. So her husband and her son pickaxed the face clear out of the concrete and re-cemented the kitchen. And after this, everything went back to normal. They lived totally normal lives. Nothing weird ever happened again. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, bye. So good seeing you. Thanks to you guys for coming. That's why we chose this topic because it, no, wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Um, Because less than two weeks after the reflooring, the refinishing of her kitchen, a second face appeared in the same spot. So they had fully removed it down to the roots, like pickaxe this full floor out, found nothing that would cause a stain, redid the floor with more concrete, and then a stain oozes up through the fresh concrete. Yeah. The same face or just very similar face? This one is a little more contorted and less defined. Yeah, because it just got pickaxed. I mean, fair. Uh, To me, this version of the face looked like a bat was taken to it. You can clearly see his face, but it looks mangled. Mm-hmm. Okay. The family kind of started to feel like a little bad at this point, thinking maybe this was a spirit trying to communicate with them, but like overall still weirded out and like uncomfy. Like you can, you can have a haunting and be like, I, what if it's like a sad little orphan child? And you're like, well, I have to wake up at seven 30 in the morning and present like a 12 slide PowerPoint to stakeholders. So I don't right. have fucking yeah. time, you know, like your yeah. time has come and gone, babes, man. You got to either hit up someone who's retired or somebody who hasn't started work yet to live. The yeah. not, not the time and the working age. No. Um, so, you know, a little, like, kind of in a bath, mostly weirded out. And naturally, the rest of the town was a little weirded out, too. And I'm when I talk about, like, the rest of the town, I'm not saying, like, the neighborhood gossip groups. I'm saying, like, hundreds of people lining up to take a little looksy loo into the kitchen to see 
the ghost face on the floor. I would believe it, especially in that area. Like, that area comes from tons of history. I looked it up, and, like, the earliest human remains are from 13,000 years ago. And humans have been there ever since. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, a passing through type thing. Like, the the goth Germans that, like, they beefed with the Romans. Um, I could see that. Like, and then... You can't live in a place that has a castle on a hill and not be like, oh, another crazy occurrence is happening. Last week, birds were bringing us acorns filled with little baby goblins. This week, faces in the floor. I feel like this is just par for the course for an area like that. Also, 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 this is Spanish Catholic Spain. These, like... These motherfuckers live and breathe for a fucking Jesus sighting in food or a Satan a fucking mm-hmm. tree. You got some haunted faces in the floor. They're turning the fuck up and so, out. Belmez only has like a population of like 3,000 people. I Googled it real quick and they have 912 religious tourist sites to visit. And that yeah. tiny, and they're from like the 1300s. It's not just like a Pokemon stop where it's like, oh, this is a, this is like where a Mormon church was erected 10 years ago. It's like fucking <laughs> 13, like that shit's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have like plague era shit with like yeah. remnants of patron saints still in there. Yeah. No, without like, yeah, literally, literally. Old, so old needless history. to say, well, we've talked about this before, but there's a version of Catholicism that the Venn diagram between like Catholicism and spiritualism as in like the ooky spooky is a fucking circle. You know what I mean? Um, And it is no surprise that motherfuckers were lining up. And And a lot of people wanted to paint Maria in like this weird spiritual medium light. Like she was very witchy, but I think it's more along the case that she was just like any fucking woman in that area or yeah. that type of religion was so culturally woven through that you looked for signs of God any way you could fucking take it. You know, mm-hmm. we see non, there are atheists who see the face on Mars. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't make them all spiritual mediums. And then you have like a super fundamentally religious family in a religious village who has faces coming up in the floor. Everyone's going to be involved. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of hinting into something that's going to pop up later on, but Maria was known as like a spiritual woman in the village and what we would classify today as like a bit of a psychic. Yeah. Like, granted, this was only in the 70s, but still, like we've said before and just a few fucking minutes ago, spirituality and spiritualism, if you believe hard enough, in God, the devil, angels, and demons, then you have to buy into everything in between, which is like people who are able to talk to spirits, people who are able to talk to or communicate with saints, angels, or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. you believe in demon possession. You, you have to buy the whole fucking cake. Yeah. You have, you can't believe in the unseeable with, God and the devil and then not buy into the unseeable with like possessions yeah. or magical objects. Things exactly. Like yeah. Literally. Exactly. So I think that when people talk about like Maria was a psychic, I think that is the 21st century, like I agree. New, nuanced new age twist on it. Um, whereas this was just a religious woman in a very Catholic I, yeah, I agree. city in Spain. Maria you know? is a religious or is like a medium, like a psychic medium in the way that anyone's Catholic grandma is. Where mm-hmm. She's like, wear socks at night so you don't catch a cold. It's like, or like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, don't, don't eat fish on Sundays. Like that doesn't make somebody a spiritual medium. It just makes them like immersed in the culture around yeah. them. It's like a little bit of that superstition that comes with religion. Yep, 100%. And I, I, a lot of the articles that were like, she's a psychic medium, I found a little um, dismissive. Like, Maria fancied herself to be this special woman. And when I tell you that I look so hard to look 
like find out her childhood and stuff, I couldn't find anything. So the fact that they would pull out this one thing that really, in my opinion, is not that remarkable in the grand scheme of things, I feel like it's just rumor mill. Like, oh, she's yeah, a absolutely. Woman. It's like, what, she have prayer candles up? Is that what we're talking yeah, about here? Yeah, did she have prayer candles up and was just talking about feeling everyone's vibes when they walked into the room? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. So, so, anyway, the neighborhood's fucking into it. Um, and Maria was like, hey, I love that everyone's having fun, but I'm actually like not live, laugh, loving the fuck out of my haunted face on the kitchen floor. So we're going to pickaxe the shit out of this again. But, and this speaks to the culture of like this town and time. The mayor of Belmez was like, no, no way. But not in like a Zach Bagans Ghost Adventures, let's collect this for my haunted museum type of way. He wanted to have the stain tested to make sure it was a legitimate paranormal experience they were having. Which I do think is good. Like, the faster you can get science in to make sure that the evidence is like unmolested. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that's surprising that the mayor would do that. I mean, is he just trying to debunk it or prove a miracle? That's the question. Yeah, Yeah. that's the question. I think a little bit of both. Um, Because either way, it's a win for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they dug up the kitchen floor. And what would you guess that they found underneath there? Because I'm not just talking about the kitchen floor. I'm talking about they dug the fuck out of it. Uh, I have an idea. Tell me what your idea is. Nothing good. Great guess. Great guess. They found that the house was built over a graveyard and directly below the area where the faces appeared, they found human remains and not just one human, a few of them. Okay. Like mass grave or just kind of like ancient graveyard? No markings. They just got to put them in the floor. Ancient graveyard. Okay. So, I mean, I would believe it because they found there's 13,000 years of history there. Yeah. It's kind of like. And it's not a big place. I don't feel like this is nefarious. I almost feel like this is just a, this is like, what's a good example of this? You go to fucking Vegas and there's a city underneath the city, Mm -hmm. you know, this city has been around since I don't before a lot of things if you keep digging in the dirt you're gonna find layers of artifacts and sometimes those artifacts include human remains i will say that like artifacts can have energy and not like not like a hokey way you know what i mean i just i've said it before like it's like when you do go to a graveyard everybody's like we're probably not supposed to yell here. And everybody agrees, like, or if you go into, like, a church and you're like, maybe I'm not supposed to yell here either. Like, people have, like, atmospheric respect for places and maybe, and I I feel like objects can give off that, that kind of presence. You know what I mean? For sure. I, I feel like that's a fair read. I mean, it's like how people feel when they get into a room with a supposed haunted doll, even if they don't yeah. believe in it. They're still kind of like, it's a creepy doll. I don't like it. Just, yeah, and it can even be like a reverence for something. Like, yeah. oh, I have put – like, you almost create a tulpa out of something. Like, I was thinking about this a lot in Tombstone. I'm like, all of these – a lot of these buildings that I'm going to have been rebuilt, but I'm feeling like a physical reaction to them. And it's because in my mind, I I, tulp, I turned them into a tulpa, like a yeah. living spiritual thing. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. So, they found human remains. Bummer, right? The city – Gave their remains a proper burial because, again, there like wasn't really like something nefarious about the house being on a graveyard. I mean, and they also did dig them up, which is kind of yeah. rude. And they're like, Oop, oops, uh, uh, they refinished Maria's floor for now the third time. It cost eight cents because it was just concrete. So, <laughs> literally, they're like, Here, you get this one's on us, Maria. We've got you. And they took the sample to get tested. And by sample, this bitch looked like an iceberg because they chipped out all the way to the bottom to the all the way to the tippy top. Fully intact. The scientist at the time didn't find any evidence of chemical tampering, a.k.a. paintwork. 
They couldn't find anything that suggested this was a hoax. And despite a new new floor, the remains being removed, weeks later, more faces appeared. And this third time, it was clearly a woman surrounded by children. And it was kind of like the faces were popping up more frequently, sporadically, and a new thing was happening. The faces were always changing. They would look stern, smile, or be screaming. I can't. What would scare you? Like stern, I feel like you're just like, yeah, you recognize a stern face. But what do you think would be more alarming? Like alarming, a smiling face coming up out of your floor or like a screaming face? Like how would you rather find a corpse? Terrified looking or happy looking? Uh, terrified. <laughs> a happy looking corpse freaks me out. It gives me injured cold vibes. Like that's not how you're supposed to be. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like you're dead. You're, you're, you don't, your body doesn't get to be happy anymore. Also, like, if something is haunted or, like, looking haunted, yeah, the two options are scared screaming or stern and spooky. Not smiling. That's weird. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't like the smiling. Yeah. So, more investigations happened because of this, obviously. But this time, they were evacuating the family from the house for days and concealing the area in the kitchen to make sure sunlight wasn't hitting that area of concrete because there was a suspicion that maybe like the sunlight was causing these images to be burned into the concrete or change the appearance. <clears throat> Even while all this was happening, so they've been a bit like, what would you call that? Like sequestered it away. Yeah. Faces were still appearing and changing appearance. So they removed what they thought would be the cause of the faces Mm -hmm. and the faces still occurred. So they're just basically trying to narrow down what's causing them. Yeah. I'm sold so far. They also pulled some paranormal activity moves and left a recorder running in the house. And this is what the recorder picked up. And we're actually just going to play quarter breathing. Did you hear that? Yeah. It, the background noise of just like the, the static, but almost layered in there, it almost sounded like very distinct, kind of like wailing. Like, whoa. Yeah. You hear the wailing towards the end more. In the beginning of the video, um, it's very much like just static background noise. Mm-hmm. But towards the end, you hear the wailing specifically. My caveman brain picked up noises that it didn't like because it couldn't identify them with anything that I wouldn't assume it that I would assume a human would make right and if Mm -hmm. there's nobody in there then my brain's like oh what else could it be and like wailing I'm like it's got to be a human but apparently there's no humans there so it doesn't sound good yeah it's not great um and the overall summary at this point in time in like the 70s was this is just a haunted house. I I wish it was like that nowadays where we could just accept something for what it is. Well, for now, that's what it was. And um, it became like a bit of an attraction for people to come and check out and see. Did you notice that anytime when like you were researching that this was like the first thing that would pop up? Like I would do the what's the weather like in Belmez and it'd be like, this is an attraction here. Fuck your search. I'll tell you what you want to see. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. What was it? The people in the floor, um, the faces of Belmez. There was also like a name for the house that I'm blanking on because I kind of like peace and love to them. Didn't really. It was like the burial. I saw a couple of um, things. That were talking the about. house of the faces. Um, yeah. It's like La Casa de la. I don't know. You guys, I didn't take Spanish, but that in Spanish. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it became like. It was La Casa de la Cares. There you go. It became a peace and love bit of a tourist attraction. And uh, it went on for 30 years. 
Paranormal teams believe that the faces were coming from Maria. Define no. that like. Oh, I will. Okay. Not as in she was drawing them, but because of her innate psychic ability, she was doing something called thoughtography or photographic appearances, which is a method of projecting images from the human mind and burning them onto objects through paranormal connection. I don't hate that so much because I get very poltergeist vibes. Like when the young girl of the house starts getting her period and then poltergeist activity happens. It would be interesting if we had more information about Maria to see what was going on in her time, like in her life at this point to like emotionally charge her if this was the cause. Um, I don't know how much I vibe with intentional photography, I would rather this is more of just like an anomaly, like a poltergeist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That like strong emotional um, turmoil would cause it. Well, there's the thing about it. And photography uh, has been around for a long time and in all different types of cultures, like, in the 1910s, there just like we had a spiritualism revival in the United States in the 20s. In the 1910s, there was a um, spiritualism interest in Japan, and um, a professor of psychology at Tokyo University began to pursue, um, like, basically thought photography experiments, um, and they were using like telepathically communicating to imprint images onto photo plates. Um, and there's a lot of criticism to like the validity of this because our United States version of this, um, you might like maybe be familiar with the pictures of uh, like ectoplasm. Get it. it sounds very like new age spiritualism ectoplasm. Yeah. Like the ectoplasm pictures where yeah. people, it would be a black and white, like tincture photo or whatever. And people would be sitting in a circle, like hands clasped and you'd see this like white filmy material coming out of someone's mouth, um, like in a seance room type of thing, um, which obviously were super, debunked because it was like a gauze handkerchief combo. Yeah. Um, and also like film photography is very easy to manipulate and double expose to create essentially ghosts. So, you know, but then you also had like, there was a Japanese psychic who claimed to have like psychokinetic powers and also did like a version of thoughtography by burning images onto Polaroid photos, but again, most people say she was probably pre-exposing the film and doing like a double exposure on Polaroid. So, you know, take it with you will, but this was one of their, like, obviously ghost adventures, ghost hunters are going to be like, that's what she was doing. Case closed. Yeah. Maria died February of 2004. And new faces still appeared but these new faces were proven as a hoax by her second son diego but that is, is that an important distinction here though like the second round of faces were a hoax kind of paint but the first round of faces not necessarily disproven kind of because we also have to think about timelines we have to think about we'll get into it in a second but basically they found traces of paint on these new faces that appeared after she died. And this was 2004. So think of paint that you had access to in 2004. Yeah. Now let's go back and remember that this originally happened in the seventies. And I don't know if you guys know, but my favorite joke is about how boomers are ruining, ruining society because they were too busy chewing on lead painted toys. And so they had brain rot. Not wrong. Okay, cool. In 1971, a department of the Spanish Ministry of the Interior asked Jose 
Louis Jordan, who was the vice president of the Spanish Society of Para... God, I don't... I can't. I can't. You know I can't. Parasoci... But it's Spanish. It's like that in Spanish. Yeah, it's like Parasecologion. I've never seen like a G-Y-A mashup in Spanish. Like a You guys, I went to public school. Um, So him... (laughs) to head a commission that appointed diverse technicians specializing in concrete chemistry to carry out an exhaustive study of the faces and present a report to the authorities about it. Also, that word you were, we were trying to say was just parapsychology. Oh, I don't know. Well, GYA had really threw me through a fucking loop. I think that what happened is it's just parapsychology and for some reason like an an got added on to it and we're just yeah. stupid we're like <laughs> they, they did like the spanish version and yeah. it got me it gooped me yeah so in the report jordan deals with several possibilities of fraud he says pigmentation with a dark brownish substance a mixture of soot and vinegar and the aggressive action of a chemical compound. In an interview by two members of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, that why is it in English there? We'll never know. Um, he stated, with regard to the enigma of the chemical procedure, I solved it by discovering that this compound can be found in any drugstore by asking for a German product to remove concrete stains. The mystery that the images were invisible and latent for some time is thereby solved. In Spain, another skeptical parapsychologist also maintained that 4G hypothesis. The president of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology stated that it was found that, that first guy, that the he found that the Faces had coloration and deduced that it had been painted. Through infrared photography, we saw that this one had added pigmentation over the original appearance, and even the paintbrush bristles could be perceived. After that, we had no doubts it had been painted. And like this goes on to even talking about an article that was published in 93 from the Journal of the Society for Psychical Research, they point out that the presence of three cations used as pigments in the manufacturing of paint must be mentioned. Zinc, lead, and chromium. Two of these, lead and chromium, lay the foundation for suspecting the use of paint in the making of the Belmez faces. They postulated that lead was used for several reasons. First, lead was for many years the most commonly used pigment in making the primary colors. Second, the percent of chromium in the analysis is too low to be a viable option. Three, lead tends to cause dark, difficult to see colorations. Sometimes that doesn't happen in chromium. And four, the most common and cheapest primary colors are enamels that contain lead. These enamels are widely used in the home since they're easy to apply. So the ICV analysis, the original investigation, does not demonstrate the non-existence of paint. On the other hand, the author of this article also points to several like hypotheses of utilization of paint in those samples because of the chemical breakdowns of what they found. So it's basically saying... They originally said this, we're not finding paint, but all of these studies that happened say, well, because of the type of paint that was used at the time and the fact that it was happening on concrete, this causes a different type of chemical reaction that wouldn't leave paint, but essentially what is like an oil chemical spill stain. Just like an oil oil stain in porous concrete-like material 
doesn't matter how much you scrub it. It just like stays in there. I, I could buy that. It's a hoax. What is blowing my mind is looking into some of the testing that the scientists did. Cause they flew in German scientists to really take a look at it. The second round of faces, probably a hoax, but they didn't find any of that type of evidence in the first round, right? Like they didn't see the brush strokes and lead, like the chemicals that they were using, I would imagine were so popular at the time that that's what they would have been testing for. How did they not see that on the first round of testing? Because the seventies may have been a long time ago, but we had already put man on the moon at that point. You would think that we would be able to like identify lead in the floor. Yeah. I think the hypothesis is that because of like porous concrete and like essentially creating like a DIY chemical reaction with this, like two things, this specific type of like German concrete cleaning material that you can only buy at certain places mm-hmm. and generic paint lead paint that you could purchase in the 70s those two things mixed together are what cause essentially this like shadow stain that had no traceability in the beginning what about the faces that appeared when the family had been removed from the house i mean that's the question of the century right it doesn't yeah cover that this is just like based off of like the chemical traces that they found and like different types of analysis they were able to match some things right two out of the three chemicals that you can find in pigments that were created in the 70s were found trace amounts in the concrete if you want to get real fucking like tinfoil hat about it how the fuck were they making concrete in the 70s? Who's to say like these trace amounts because there was only two of three weren't also in that it's mixing process. Lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a like, lead container. Who's to say? Um, just because like while you're going through some of that, I was looking up other tests that were done and some of them were um, Jose Javier Grasinea, who's a doctor in chemical engineering and a forensic criminologist. He's chairman of like the Spanish Institute of Applied Criminalistics and later was awarded with the European Police Cross of Honor, said, quote, that they were not made with paint. And according to scientific knowledge and techniques employed in the analysis, there is no external manipulation of the elements in the faces. He goes on to say that that doesn't mean that these traces of chemicals aren't necessarily in there. We just can't duplicate what they did, which is like also part of the mystery. Because if she's really just painting with a chemical, how come we can't duplicate that process even today? I mean, yeah, a thousand percent. And we are like kind of forgetting the other slices of this pie Mm -hmm. that, well, you touched on it when everyone was removed from the house and the area was sequestered this shit still happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we forgot, there was like a recording when the house was also empty and being supervised by the government at the time when they were investigating and fucking scream whales were recorded. Yeah. And I found a thing from like the Germans that when they were so paranoid about this evidence being tampered with or people sneaking into the house that they sealed all the entrances with wax Mm -hmm. so that if somebody opened it up, that wax was broken. You know what I mean? So even when the house was being watched, if people got in there, I'm just going to dismiss the ones that were obviously faked by the son to perpetuate a memory of his mom or to keep money rolling in for tourism. That's the thing. I think that the son and the like 2004 faces was definitely him just trying to keep the lights on you know and that happens all the time like if somebody gets like abducted then you find them faking evidence later on yeah to try to like validate their story mm-hmm. um and then plus like the remains that they found i did find were about 700 years old so i would say that based on the history in that area that she probably could have been aware that they were on an area where humans had died but narrowing, like having a house built on like a congestion of like 10 bodies essentially stacked on top of each other. Um, 
there's no way that she would have known that, yeah. especially because like we don't even have history at that time, like from her in the 70s, mm-hmm. much less like history dating back to like what went on there other than like the Romans and early Germanic people were beefing. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts? I don't, I would have to read more about like this photographic appearance. It looks just like, um, psychokinetic type of energy. I'd have to read on that. But I mean, we did an entire episode about dudes who both psychically transferred themselves to Saturn and then described the same things down the list. You know what I mean? So yeah. The mind is a powerful thing. I don't know much about thoughtographic appearances, but I'd like to think more poltergeist, maybe. Like, we didn't dive in that too much, but, like, what is a poltergeist if not, like, super focused, harmful human energy? Yeah. I think that's another, um, if we want to go, like, this is a haunting, um, I would definitely say, like, there's no reason that this couldn't be, like, a version of a poltergeist. Um because that's I feel like we've briefly talked about it before um, because a lot of people are like how can you be about me like atheist but like still want to believe in ghosts and that's where I'm like it's all about human chemistry and chemical creations and the like fundamental basis that energy is not created or destroyed it just is And so when you die, that energy has to go somewhere. And um, in my version of reality, that's not to like heaven or whatever. Um, It could be released into something else or just, you know, hit the fucking atmosphere or get stuck somewhere where it repeats over time, which I would call a poltergeist. Yeah. Or even like the idea of like linear universes that kind of get fucked up and wavelengths of light or microwaves or gamma rays or anything like that. Um, Like even like spontaneous human combustion, like there's no scientific explanation for that, but like people are like, maybe it's focused energy where the gases inside of you ignite. Like there's so many things we can't explain. Um, I wouldn't chalk, I wouldn't say this one's a hoax. I think too much testing has been done on it. And the fact that it is so open for people to scrutinize and that the older faces still hold up. Um, that's why I got like very Shroud of Turin vibes. Like you might look at it and be like, that shit's faked. But then it's like, okay, show me how they did it then. Well, my whole thing is like, I don't think Maria's life was changed, you know, like rags to riches because of this. You know, she maybe got a little bit of kickback, but nothing crazy. Whereas yeah. like to me, the Shroud of Turin is just a fucking money grab by the grubbiest hands of the century if, which is the church yeah. if what is that noise what is it my heater my it heater sounds yeah sound. your house sounds like her fucking haunted house i thought you were Maybe. straight up playing the video again no my heater just kicked off okay well it sounds like the screaming pits of hell um, oh, good. They did charge people like ticket prices to get in and see the faces. Who wouldn't? They're not. I don't think they were raking in the money because she died. Her family inherited that house. It wasn't like they got enough money to leave the area for maybe more prosperous parts of Spain. I think this is probably just like peanuts in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. If anything, they got to have like the money that came in from it got them a nice dinner you know once a week there were no like there wasn't any crazy i don't know it's there aren't fucking movies being made about like her and this experience that get you know deposited into the bank accounts of her living sons yeah yeah and i think a lot of people just want to like chalk it up to being a hoax i think if the catholic church would have gotten their hands on it that it probably would have been a little bit more famous and less hoaxy. Um, well, they don't really care because it's paranormal, not Jesus yeah. paranormal. Well, then, and then the woman involved in it isn't has like a reputation now of being some sort of spiritual medium and not necessarily like a prophet or. Um, and these aren't yeah, like, like beautiful faces. Let's just call it what it is. They yeah, are scary yeah. looking. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like some like Jesus imprint on a beautiful piece of cloth. Yeah. Um, 
no, it was like sure. pickaxe faces in the floor. I found one where it has like the layout of the house and they basically just have like a little velvet rope where you walk in and then they have like little arrows pointing to the faces in the ground. They're still there. It's um I personally think it's fascinating. There was um a book that I read in elementary school that was like a compilation of a whole bunch of different scary stories. And one of them was, like, this kid was home alone and, like, an ear was on his wall. And it, he was, like, ah, like screaming at this ear like and freaking out. It was, to tell in the dark. It was, it was basically that. Um, it wasn't scary stories to tell in the dark, but it was it – might who cares? But it, it scared the bejesus out of me. Like, just the thought of your own home, like, the walls of your own home not being safe. Like, that's where we should feel protected and to have – outside forces that you can't stop even by walls or a fucking concrete floor is inherently terrifying. Like we want to be masters of our domain. No, I agree. And also if you look like any of the pictures of the faces, like they're, they're fucking horrifying. They remind me of the scream painting. They remind me of like all the Indrid cold nightmare impressions um, or like the sleep paralysis demons where like the faces are all fucked up and kind of contorted. Well, you want to know the realness of it. Um, so I follow um, a few crime scene cleanup pages on Instagram. And these very much look like when someone dies and they aren't found for weeks mm-hmm what is the imprint of what is left behind. Yeah. It's and like their body brought it a stain under the floor. Exactly. And when people die, like face down, you do see an imprint of the face and it's like a little bloated out and obviously like not pretty. And it looks similar to mm-hmm. um, some of the early face faces, the early faces for sure. The later faces, I do get the hand painted vibe. That definitely yeah. does look fakeable, but there's something um, th- almost like 3D where the earlier faces definitely have a completely different technique, I dare say, um, of how they've been put into the floor. And they do look like the, a scanned image in the floor, whereas the newer ones look very flat. It, it's just like a, an egg for a head, like what you would do in elementary school, you know? Yeah, um, yeah for sure. But the earlier ones, it's almost like somebody pushed the face from, like, the ground up. And as the face came in contact with the floor, whatever body parts of it, like, hit first went darkest. Yeah. Yeah. It's very 3D looking. And what did you find out about the murder? Not necessarily murders. Um, This area was very contentious between the Romans and the early Germanic people. Um, and these early Germanics are like the goths, you know, like the very, the fun ones who, um, wore, who listened uh, to Bauhaus and were all black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but these like early Germanic goths look kind of like some of the faces, like, especially the one where the first one where it has like the very old woman lady type thing, um, And it was just like an area where it was like in constant fighting. So that's where I kind of got the idea that just energy of an area being important was like imprinted into the the landscape. Like you have a castle there. And Okay. So this is this is what circling back to what we said in the beginning of this episode. We were both fucking hook line and stinkered on this because some bitch online said that there was a murder in this house and the faces that appeared led to the unveiling of said murder and murder victims. Debunked. Unfortunately, (laughs) that is a bit of a lie. I Um, mean, it was a murder in the sense that people... War is murder. War, yeah. It was a murder in that sense. Um, But this area, I would say, like, if you went to, I don't know, the Gaza Strip and you dug up an area and found a bunch of bodies similar murder vibes where it's like just two areas fucking beefing over land rights, constantly killing each other. Um, I could not find a single murder. Also the bodies were 700 years old. So they could have had evidence of trauma. Um, But let me pull up like just like the helmets and the way that these guys is like 
beards looked. I do get like the vibe of like some of the distortion is just from maybe oh, so clothes that they were rather wearing. than like seeing this as an old woman with laugh marks. You see, this is like a helmet of a, a goth soldier. Yeah, because they had like the helmets that came down and then like yeah, over like, the nose piece. Yeah, basically, and like very weird shaped. So. That and I that probably influenced it first because when I dove into this, I was trying to find where the murders came from, and I was like mm-hmm. looking into the history of this area, and then it was like this was like inhabited by the Goths. I was like fucking Goths, and then it was like the Goth Germanic people, and I'm like, oh, not mall Goths, you're stupid. Um, and then I looked them up because I guess this would kind of be like my our both of our violent ancestry is like white people, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was I, – I still think it's cool, and I still think that something's going on here, especially because we can't replicate it. Like, if we could replicate it and it was written off as a hoax, then not as fun. Those are so scary. I mean, uh, I will – I know. <laughs> I sent Chelsea a picture of uh, the same face over 71, 72, and 73. Um, but I will say I believe in this more than I do the Shroud of Turin. So I could see that. Especially because with these, if – if it were a hoax, and I'm glad you sent this picture through, it doesn't explain the distortion of the faces. And it's not distortion in the sense like the face fades, part of it chips away. Its physical features are shifted into the floor. Like on like on the first one, it looks very old lady. And on the last one, it looks very broken doll. Because like her eye is almost sitting like a full half inch higher than it is in the first yeah. one. But the painting doesn't move. The concrete floor doesn't move, but, like, the faces themselves, it's almost, like, very slowly or distorting yeah. over time. Well, and that, to me, reads as, like, body decay. So, um, but, yeah, that is the Belmez faces. Uh, scary. I think they should make a movie about it. I think they should do some. I want more historical terror in my life. I would like more history done on this, for sure. It was hard to find anything new every article yeah. was the same thing copy and pasted yeah 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 which is uh not very helpful mm-hmm. so yeah netflix if you want to beat out hbo keep doing weird uh true crime documentaries uh pick this one up you know we have a really good thing going right now where we do an episode about something and then it does get released it's true maybe well, we can like or they say it's like in it. process. It's yeah. happening. Like they're going to be producing it. So have it um, with Diana. Have it with Brittany. Yeah. Happening yeah. with those uh, tree murder or tree suicides things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're powerful. No, it's true. Yeah, the um, the murders of the family suicide. Murder yeah. Su- well, yeah, accidental, but not family suicide in India. Um, the Bararis. Yes, the that Barari. was it. Uh, the brain damage. I know. Same hard. Um, I do want to say before we do our super sign-offs that with the bandana, um, I ran a, ran a quick Facebook ad. So I just want to give a shout out to the guy who had no idea who we were, <laughs> who messaged our Facebook page. It was like, tell me about this ad you're running. And I had a great conversation with him. I was like, let me break it down for you top to bottom. He had no idea we were a podcast. He had, oh I, In hindsight, I just shared the picture because Facebook was like, you have a $10 credit want to promote this picture and i said yes i do facebook and it was it wasn't anything i really had to set up you know mm-hmm. so um i didn't add text to it would have probably cost extra so thank you to the man who wholesomely stumbled across our stuff jesus what a fucking nightmare also because like when you run a facebook ad you're supposed to put who you want the ad to be targeted to and you just said anyone I um i left speaking. it up jesus man yeah, and then we got a confused man. Speaking <laughs> of paid ads, here's a not paid ad. Go to the link tree you can find in the bio of any of our social media pages. There you can go directly to our merch site. You can so get the link to support us on Patreon. A dollar gets you in. Remember, you sign an NDNA. Don't repeat anything you hear on there. Um, it links you to... Kelly Holloran or Wildwood Owl on Etsy's page where you can get our stickers, our enamel pin, and now our bandana that is rapidly selling out. You can also join our Discord server from there or our Facebook group. 
I'm at Noelle Fain. That's at Sith Lard. We are Go to Hell Podcast on anywhere you can find us. And also, um, shout outs. Spotify, yeah, Spotify, um, now has a rating system. So if you listen to us on Spotify, you can go in and click and give us um, a preferably five-star rating. I think if you don't want to give us a five-star rating, you could just, like, keep that rating in your back pocket. But um, Tara Rose was the one who, I didn't even know that this was a thing. I have no idea posted in the podcast group on Facebook and said the rating system on Spotify is live. Hey, I'll Go do your dogs in the background. Chewing uh, a yes. Hey, thank you, you, Tara. You're fucking it up, Cora. This is the worst episode. Not only do we have an interruption that I have to of typhoid Taylor that I have to edit out, but God. your dogs have been breathing. So now I know why you yell at me with such fury every week when I breathe too loud. Yeah, this is my whole entire been- fucking life, dude. <laughs> It sounds like Cora's been screaming directly into my solar plexus. And she, she is across the room. Like, it's so fucked. Here, you want to hear it real bad? Cora, come here. Come here. Come here. Hold on. That's just Cora breathing normally. Nothing's, she is just sitting on Noelle's lap. Like, Noel is giving her a scritch, but Cora is just <laughs> unexcited and uninterested. So, yeah, anyway, that's that. Yeah, it's like, I can't, somebody actually thought that we put Wendigo noises <laughs> in our last episode, and it was just Cora oh. breathing. <laughs> but I like. I was like, that's a good idea. Oh, let me get it off my lap. It's probably so bad right now. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, that's that. Fucking, let's get the fuck out of oh here. Oh my god, I'm just apologizing. We should have apologized at the top of this episode, but what are you going to do? the apology episode. Hail Satan. Hell effort. It's coming next week. Yeah. <laughs>